Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. Just gone 6 o'clock on your Monday morning, 12 degrees and a forecast top off 18 for Melbourne. Good morning, Annie Louie. Good morning. How are you, buddy? Oh, feeling sad. Sad. Yeah, maybe get the sadness out so we can end the week on a high because this is our final week of Up Early with Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. For, for the near future, we're going into retirement. <laughs> the way you say that, though, on Joy 94.9 is that we might pop up somewhere else. Well, that's anyway. how other people have played it, haven't they? And the next minute we're on a billboard somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, we've been so busy doing this that where would we even get the time to fit that in Funny the schedule you or the meetings? Yeah. To make sure you cram in your Annie and Ando fix for our last week on the airwaves, we're giving you a special treat. We're hosting a Lemon Pride comedy night on Thursday night. Annie, yeah. where do people go to get more information or yeah. get buy tickets for that? Uh, head over to Midsummer's website and just put in Annie and Ando or put in Lemon Comedy and you'll find us. Um, we're going to be at Trades Hall. So mm. head there, get your tickets. It's going to be the big farewell party. It is our fa- Let's turn it into our farewell party thanks yeah. to Midsummer and Melbourne Fringe. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. And then we come, we have to wake up and do radio for our final day on Friday. So if you've got anything to tell us before we leave, it's 0427JOY949 or email us on air at joy.org.au. Hey, what are we talking about this morning? Well, this morning we are talking <laughs> about letters of resignation or times that you've had to give notice. Giving notice horror stories and happy stories. Happy stories, yeah. When has it gone well and why? Where are we discussing all of that? Plus, we've got a mishmash of news stories coming at you just for fun. You're up early. Cock-a-doodle-doo. It's Hattie and Ando every morning on Joy. I've got a bed and I'd rather be in yours tonight. I love that song, yeah. Joel Corey, Ray and David Getter. There's not many lyrics no. to it, we realise. That's what I, I know. I could say to you, I'm pretty comfortable with all the words in that song. Yeah. Annie. I got a bed. But yeah, but then there was like one small difference in the last chorus and you messed it up just then so thanks that made me laugh (laughs) thanks for your feedback what do you want me to do resign and give you notice Annie Louie because that is what we're talking about this morning wow smooth we (laughs) got here after a year the segues yeah no crunching gears to be seen (laughs) why are you coming a bit spicy this morning woman yeah I don't know you know gotta get that spice out we gotta get all of our emotions out this week yeah it's a it's a mixed bag I'm just gonna reach in there who knows what I'll pull out next I might finish early. Hey, <laughs> what's the longest notice period you've ever had to give in a job? Um, oh, as in mandatory? Yeah. I think it's just been a month. But they often put pressure on you to say as early as possible. And I can respect that because it's easier for everybody if you can plan ahead. But I can also see why people don't want to say anything because you might start getting treated differently if you tell them too early in advance. Yeah. Oh, so when you say as early as possible, you mean as much notice yeah. as possible. So you might have to give four weeks, but you're saying you'd like people to give eight weeks or yeah, yeah. heads up, in, in a month, I'm going to give you a month's notice sort of thing. Mm, think of it as um, holidays as well. You know when places say, let us know as early as possible when you're going to 
take your holiday. As yep. soon as you book your flights and you know, why don't you just tell us? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I'm the opposite. I remember saying to one of my employees when they said, I, I need those holidays. I said, it's a big time. It's stock take time. We can't, we, we don't do holidays around that period. And they're like, but I booked my flights. And I said, well, you should have applied for leave before oh, you... you... you would tell them that as, yeah, on the like, HR end. Yeah, don't apply. Yeah. Don't book your flights and then ask for the holidays. Yeah. Unless you've yeah. had a conversation with your boss. But with I had a job once where three months in, I knew it wasn't for me. Mm. Like it was really clear. And so I resigned and I served out eight months of notice. After, eight months, Annie Louie. But why? Because that's what the contract... I think the contract was six months and they wanted me to stay in, around it to the end of the year. Oh. Six months notice period. That was period brutal. Was what did it feel like, mandatory. those eight months? Um, it really hurt because the team I was leading um, had gone through a lot of change over the years and it kind of made sense why um, I was not really into the job. And... I'd done a lot to sort of stabilise the team and hire hire new people. And there I was, I wasn't allowed to tell the team. So they didn't announce to the organisation until I'd found my replacement. So I was oh. months later. So I felt I was BSing my team. That's, yeah. That's, that was the horrible And there bit. was, you and your boss knew, who else knew? Oh, the executive team knew. So there was about five of us in the, yeah. six of us in the business. Did they knew. treat you any differently in those yeah, yeah, months? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, definitely. My boss was okay. And then he turned. <gasps> Because I, I had a crack and said, well, I'm sick of lying to my team. Like, come on. Yeah. Oh, well, until we've got the replacement, let's, let's. And he in his mind thought, well, we'll just say, you know, Ando's going and this person's starting and everyone will be happy and there'll be no turmoil. And, and it was kind of fantasy. But I, yeah, it was hard. It was hard to, and thank goodness there was a, a bucket of coin at the end oh, of it, which yeah. made it worthwhile. Otherwise I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, good. Well, the last job I gave, ah. Uh, six to eight weeks yeah. notice and it felt long uh, but when you're and you know it's hard to know with a casual job are you not getting shifts because you've told them yeah. that you're about to go so yeah I went that probably the last month I barely got any shifts well in a casual in, in a real casual job you actually don't need to give any notice mm. each shift is an individual employment contract that's a good point but out of respect and courtesy because yeah. that's me yeah. Yeah. So casuals often get that whole like, um, oh, I'm thinking I might do this, and then <gasps> and suddenly it's like, can I get another shift? I haven't had a shift for three yeah. weeks. Yeah. Wow. Which the employers can do. That's that's the flexibility of mm. casual, and where that whole argument's coming in with the government at the moment and Fair Work Commission is that casual people are, are called a casual, so they're legally employed as a casual, but they're getting regular shifts, so they're effectively a part timer. Oh, yeah. With their loadings on top of their hourly rate. So they don't get paid holiday pay, but the argument is they need more stability. Oh, so that's that's It's the a big... circle of abuse. <laughs> like just... oh, we are asking the question this morning. Talk to us about when did you resign? When did you give notice? Because this is our last week. Annie and I finish up on Friday. <gasps> yay. Yeah. No, not yay. Not yay. Well, I was thinking we gave two months notice, actually, did from we? the conversation first of like, yeah. We... Yeah, when we first told our boss. Yes. So yeah. first telling our boss, but... I wouldn't say I've lied to the listeners. I think I've made, no. uh, I've, I think I've tried to make the most of every day. You know, you don't want to bog people down too soon. No, no, this is, we've had the sadness. Yeah. Or do you want a bit more, s- hello darkness, my I don't friend. know if, we, if we've been using Hello, this song darkness, correctly, you know. <laughs> 
What, about sadness? <laughs> is it the saddest song you know? Is I it reckon, <laughs> I actually, I reckon it's, it's Simon and Garfunkel, <laughs> The Sounds of Silence is up there in the top yeah. three oh, saddest songs. Oh, man, can we ask people who are listening, yeah. what do you think is the saddest song you know? What really is your tearjerker? 0427569949. This next track is pretty cool. It's Rina Sawa, Yama. I've become and addicted to it. I didn't like it at first. Same. I've listened to it on YouTube like 10 times since. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> it's called Chosen Family. And whilst we don't always profile music in the tracks yeah. that we play, this one in particular, Rena sang this song or created this song a while back and Elton John came across it and went, oh. I love it. I want to get on. Do on, his accent. I want to get on my piano. And, oh, yeah. No. That's, <laughs> who was that? I want, he said, I want to get on my piano. I want I, <laughs> Know what that was. He wants to get on his piano, have a little tinkle tinkle, and do a duet. Yeah. And the essence of the song is it's called Chosen Family, and it's that whole concept of we don't need to be related to be yeah, family. Yeah, and she's Japanese, and I became obsessed. It's gorgeous. Cracking you up at the crack of dawn. It's Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. 16 minutes past 6, 12 degrees and a forecast top of 18 for Melbourne. Annie Louie, mm-hmm. have you ever done one of those ancestry or DNA swabs where you send it in and they, they write back to you or, or I think they write back to you, probably email actually, and say, oh, you know, you connected to a pirate from 1800s. Uh-huh. No, I didn't, but my sister did because a relative, our cousin in the States, who we chatted to once about chocolate, has a chocolate business. The one that lives in San Fran. Yeah. She's lovely. She I like is her. Cr- Can we go see her? Yeah, please. The next time we do a trip, you yep. must drop in because they also run a lovely Airbnb and it's oh, wow. fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So she is obsessed with the family tree. Oh, There's yeah. always it's one person. One. It's good to have one because then you don't have to worry about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, but that's only one side of my family covered. And I always thought oh. it was quite a Western thing to track that. And what a privilege it is to be able to have good record keeping that you can know that you were related to a pirate from 1653. Yep. But um, I was sceptical about what kind of results we're going to show. So mm-hmm. uh, we received it back via, I think, email. And uh, Anna found out that... We are both like 83% Chinese. Oh my no. God, this is boring. No. I know. Yeah. Stop Mind the bus. Blowing. Stop <laughs> the bus. And there was like, you know, 15% Vietnamese and the rest was Thai. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Uh, and I think it, there's quite a lot of blending in those regions. So nothing yep. was horrifying. But in th- saying that, we've now given away our DNA. This is the thing. I I would. I'm really torn. One part of me, one Gemini, one of the twins, yep. says, "Let's do this and find out." Yeah. And, and my father, before he died, had spent a lot of time working on our family tree. He was tree. the one. He didn't do the DNA thing. Oh yeah, but, but he'd signed. He yes. actually signed up to use the app or the computer. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. a website or something. And obviously his login's lapsed. So he's done all this work. It's kind of sitting there in a box somewhere. And, oh. I, and I, I think it's an age thing. The old You, you do it yeah, once definitely. for grade six or you yes. seven, grade six project and then you do it again when you're like 35. But I've seen people who've got the thickest books, like leather bound. On, on family tree. Like six or seven of them. Yep, just family tree stuff. And it's crazy how deep you can get. But are you willing to take up that job? This is Well, the other twin in me says... I don't want to provide my DNA to an external private company that then, because if you read the fine print, most of them actually own then that DNA data yep. that they can sell. So imagine this, you know, Ringwood Police Station uh, working on a crime scene and there's a little, there's a hair. They could make contact with these DNA 
yeah. ancestry com- companies and say, hey, can you check your database for this DNA mm. and pay a fee? So they actually profit out of the uh, data that they've collected from us. And we sign that off when we tick the box? No, it's like, it's um, informed con- or, or it's consent because it's in the, you know, like when was the last time you read the Apple contract uh, that says, do you yeah. accept? Or any of those yeah. 44 page contracts. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just go click and that's what they've committed to. Wow. I mean, they would have found you eventually. I mean, they're pretty sophisticated as it is, right? If they have a few suspects and they you you are legally obliged to give your DNA if you're a suspect of a crime. Yeah. Or they just give you a cup of coffee and then I've seen it in oh, the movies. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. CSI Miami. <laughs> while, they, while you're sleeping, they take a hair. Well, a lot of people molt. Like, so getting a hair is pretty easy. You just follow. If I followed you around for about five minutes, I reckon. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised just looking at me. You haven't inhaled some <laughs> from across the desk. Yuck DNA. Oh. Yuck DNA. Or if somebody's yeah. got like a laptop, if you turn it upside down and shake it, the oh, amount the of skin. The dead yeah. skin. You know, I went and got my laptop looked at on the weekend. Your vintage laptop? Yeah. Well, it turns out it's not as bad as we think. What did and they say? What, despite being six years old, they're like, this is totally usable and it's <coughs> all a marketing sham that uh, I only had a broken fan. That was what the noise was that I was. Uh, you clearly didn't go to Apple. By. Of course not. They refused to serve me because I don't have any warranties left. They won't even give you a number. Nothing. You can they book look a sh- at it. You book a shopping appointment. They tell you to get in the DeLorean, go back in time when this actually was a computer that we sold. Yeah. So there's vintage, but then there's downright obsolete. And you're obsolete. I'm not obsolete, but yeah, that's you're about to be. <laughs> you're quite, you're quite you're loving the fruit this morning. You're a fruit lover. What's the, what's the, <laughs> the apple? You're like, you're side Apple right now. I'm I'm no, saying no. like, I think I, so I'm paying to upgrade the storage so that I can oh, use good. it for a bit longer. And, and yeah. a new fan. What's that going to set you back? Uh, so $430. Uh, a new laptop is 3000 3500 oh, for the one I want. Because you need the pro on the end of it. Yes. And <laughs> yes, I need the video editing. <laughs> we are asking the question this morning. When did you give notice? What happened? Text us on 0427-569-949. Annie Louie, do you like roller coasters? Don't mind them. I enjoy the thrill of saying, I did that when that I've one. come off it. Yeah. What's the biggest one or the, the scariest one you've ever been on? Definitely the Gold Coast. Um, Giant Drop. Yeah, probably one of those. Does that count as a roller coaster? There's actual proper ones. Like the Superman is a roller coaster and that will really hurt your neck. (laughs) Because I I remember going on the giant drop and that's one side of this tall tower. On the other one is a roller coaster that goes all the way up to the top. Oh, that's the one that goes backwards as well. Yeah, and then goes backwards. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yes. Well, off to the the UK. According to the Mirror UK, beautiful newspaper that Mm. I love, there's a, the, in, Black, in Blackpool, there's a roller coaster called Big One. The Big One. The Big One. The Big One. So they really got... Plain and simple. Yeah, well, they got paid way too much money to come up with the title of this. <laughs> it broke down the other day, Annie Louie. <sighs> and it broke down with the carts or the... You call them carts? Yeah, they're carts. At yeah. the top, the highest point of the Were roller coaster. Were they upside down or the right no, way up? it okay. looks more like a scenic railway. Like it, it didn't... It's not a loop-de-looper. Ah, uh, yeah. Yep, gotcha. Uh, yep, so then it's 65 metres tall. Doesn't sound like a lot. The people had to, they couldn't get it going. They had to walk them down the roller coaster. How do you walk them down when a roller coaster is meant to be made of curves? This is the thing. When I investigated further, there's a little walking track all the way along the roller co- It's like they knew it was going to break down. Oh, spooky. And they, the, the, Mera, inter- journalist that wrote this article, actually interviewed some journalist, people. Journalist, to use lightly. 
Let me find you yeah. her quote because it's quite good. Um, because breakdowns on roller coasters happen all the time. Like what? It needs to be pretty spectacular to make worldwide news. Ooh, here we go. My brother's in Blackpool and just sent me a video of people stuck at the top of the big one and having to walk down and get off it. That's it? That's your big scoop? I'd, no, I had to scroll down further. I'd be welded to my seat. They'd have to get me out with a crane. <laughs> out with a crane. Out with a crane. I do worry. I, some of these roller coasters around the world, you do Do you have that panic or that thought of if, is, if now's my time, now's my time? That's part of the thrill of a roller coaster, though, isn't it? You, that's what you sign up for. The, not only for the, the crazy, like, the velocity and the G-forces and all that, but also for the potential that you might get stuck or you might die. Like, it's the, the fake thrill of it all. And, like, you know the chances are slim, but, of course, it crosses your mind. Like when you're going on a plane and you think this thing might go down. You still think about it. It's minimal, but it's, it's that there. Thought. Yeah. Do you ever, th- when you're on a plane, do you ever look at the person next to you and go, if I had to, you know, in the movies, they often kiss if, as the plane's, as the plane's <laughs> never, plummeting? I honestly have never thought that. Do you? No. Nah. I always do, Annie. Snuggle up to Annie and Ando every weekday morning on Joy. 27 minutes to 7, 12 degrees and a forecast top of 18 for Melbourne. We're talking, when did you give notice? Mm, and did your behaviour change? Because now I'm thinking back to all the times I gave notice for hospo work mm. and you you, your standards definitely drop. Like you do a bit do more they? of the dump and runs. You're like, ah, oh, that's somebody else's problem. I just dump leave and that. run. Hey, hmm? in hospital, you were taking a number twos and then- no, not that. It's more like if you had a trolley full of things, <laughs> there would often be one just ditched in the hallway. Somewhere. Oh, like you're clearing plates. Yeah, you're and clearing stuff. plates and then you go. Oh, so that's lazy. my time. I better. I'm just gonna head off. Where do so I shove lazy. this trolley? <laughs> There's so many different. Work ethic, but like the scale of worth, work ethicness, which is not really a thing, but it is. Yeah. Like where some people will always go above and beyond, don't mind staying back, and then there's the person that says, "My shift finishes at seven. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not giving you free. If everyone gave you ten minutes free, that's like you're making so much. You're exploiting us. Oh god, no, I was never that person, oh, and I, I only laugh because I saw the dump and run so often that near the end of my shifts at certain places, I'd be like, well, I'd like to treat myself to a dump and run too. A dump and run instead <laughs> of being a dish pig. Why yeah. do they call it a dish pig in hospitality? That's the person that washes the dishes, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Why is, why is pig seen as a bad thing? Like, if you gig around a lot in comedy, you're called a gig pig. A gig pig? Mm. Wow. In the gay scene that I know of, the pig is a, is a not a preference, but it's, it's a label. Is that a thing too? Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Google what, pig you... gay porn. Oh. Piggy. Don't do it now, folks. Hey, Siri. No. <laughs> Imagine that on everyone's phone and you're going to yeah, tell me. Yeah, because they're very intelligent. Pigs are intelligent. Yeah, yeah, they're cute. I love bacon. <laughs> Have you ever had piggy, piggy yeah? We should save this for tomorrow's no, I show. Thought, I thought that's a treat for dogs. It is, but I've been to a restaurant around the corner here and they thinly slice it as a starter with your aperitifs. We have vegan listeners at this time, okay, all right, quite I'll, possibly. All right, I'll <laughs> yeah, bring it back. So, has your behaviour ever changed knowing that you were going yeah. to leave and how? Did you get lazy and slack? I don't, yeah, I think the care factor, like when you've invested your whole, you know, well, not whole life, but when you give a lot of yourself and then suddenly you go, I'm actually choosing not to be here. And You're like, oh, yeah, like mentally checking out. 
that happens a lot. Yeah. Like you're just going through the motions on autopilot. I create. I when I when I that job I had to give eight months notice. There was a big project, a piece of work. So once I'd recruited my replacement, I actually set up. I said to my boss, "This is what I'm going to work on. These are the deliverables by the end of the year." And he was comfortable with that. So I kind of made sure that I had a lane to stay in. So I didn't uh, interfere yes. with the new lady that was taking over my role, but I was around if she needed me and I was able to work on a project. So mm. I had work to do and focus on it. And it was more those times when you didn't get included, you'd see the like the leadership oh, team yeah. go off and they'd mm, go, and I'd be yes. sitting there, I'm like, oh, I, used, I should have been invited to that. And you start to feel a bit like, what Not about anymore. me? And, I just found out there's a thing called uh, gardening leave. Yes, I never knew about this. Didn't you? Till oh, last huge. week. No way. What is it, Ando? Gardening leave is when an organisation or an employer pays an employee to not work and to stay at home. And they normally have to be available. So oh. people often go, I've, I'm on gardening. So what's the benefit of gardening leave? Yep. Um, and anti-competes. So let's say I'm running a comedy business and I've hired you and then there's another comedian I want to use and I don't want you on stage, I would say I'm going to give you gardening leave and up and pay you to, to stay, stay away. At, to stay away, essentially. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was also because of potential secrets that might be yeah. shared. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that during that time, you're not stealing those secrets and taking it to your next employer. It's, it's also particularly strong with non-compete. So non-competition where let's say you work for one brand of supermarket and in your employment contract, they'll say something like, and you're not to work in the industry or that for a certain period of time. Good luck trying to enforce that unless they put yes. cash behind it. Mm. You've got to pay for those sort of things. It's not just, uh, you can't just put it in a contract and expect it to stick. Oh, yeah. What have we turned into it's this good. morning? I was ju- I'm having visions of you going on to other shows and doing an employment segment. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ando's employment corner. One of the tips for giving notice is to not use it as a passive aggressive way of trying to get more money. So some people like false resign. Oh, that's like saying I'm pregnant and you try to save a relationship with your, you know, that's like happens in the movies all the time. (laughs) What analogies? Yeah. Well, you know, trying to get a better deal or squeeze Squeeze some money out of people or trying to not, uh, you don't want them to leave. Oh, it's you don't hard. want to leave That's, your employer, but you know. I'd like to say that I had a hard and fast rule on that, but I didn't because sometimes key talent that you've got a plan for in your head that they don't necessarily know, and there's probably yeah. there's the learning, um, and they get offered a job somewhere else, you might just go, here you go. But it does always leaves a, a funny taste in both the, the business and the employee's mouth because you're kind of going, I had to resign or I had to tell you that someone else has offered me a job for you to give me a pay rise. Yeah, you yeah. didn't just recognise it. Does it? Actually happen though? How the time? As in the, the employer's the t- arm gets twisted and they actually respond with yes, money. Yes. They, they, I've done it. Oh, Where wow. I've gone, oh my God, I was just going to, you know, set up something in Tasmania and I had Annie Louie in my mind for it. And now I was hadn't about announced to leave. It, And you've just gone, oh, look, I'm going to head up to Canberra because it's pretty there. I, yeah. I, like, wow. No, 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 I need you, Annie. And, uh-huh. then, it, and then hopefully it... That re- sounds positive though, that... But then you're saying it sours it because that person's requested yeah, that the you money. Had, yeah, you had to basically tell me about another job offer to, before I'd cough up more money uh-huh. and I hadn't necessarily vocalised my ambitions yeah, or hopes Yeah, what's the ideal dreams. situation then? What should people say? You and your, you, you paid fairly for, like, 
there's a lot of what we call remuneration reviews where you compare the role against industry against different oh, countries yeah, and, yeah. and even down to markets you know WA versus Victoria you know particularly in the mining times there's different rates of pay and you make sure you're fair and then an organization will sometimes say something like oh we want to be market rate plus 10% mm. or we want to be in the lower quartile of market rate which basically says there's a whole bunch of potential employees that we're going to be paying pretty much the same as the, per- wow. the company yeah. next to us. I know a lot of friends stuck in jobs that just underpay them like crazy, but because they don't have that abundance mindset, they stay in it because they don't think they can get a better job anyway. I'm like, oh. you're smart. Like, I'm trying to like, snap get them out of it being like, just try. Tell them to slide into my DMs. Yeah. I'll give them a bit yes. of free advice, yeah. Annie Louie. <laughs> Waka, waka, waka. What a remix. What a mix. Blow my faith. Only love can hurt like that. You're up early with Annie and Ando. It's 11 minutes to 7, 12 degrees and a forecast top of 18 for Melbourne. That's quite a sad song, the original. Only love we spoke about me. sad songs. And you think uh, Sound what? of Silence is the saddest song that has ever existed. I do. I we do. need to build up a bank of what we want to play on Friday for our last show. Well, that's in it for me. No. I think <laughs> what, you know how nightclubs, when... Get the, off the dance, but go home. When the lights come yeah, up, well, there's normally a, a, like apparently one song. now it's Veronica's Untouched. That's become the new. I feel so. so un- rack off. Like that's, Is that really? I feel like it's too much of a bop to tell people to leave, though. Yeah, Don't definitely. You think? Like, like, if people are never going to leave, if you ain't here, this, like, they're never going to go. Crikey. <laughs> Your party lollies are like, whoa, what's happening now? <laughs> my party lollies over here. <laughs> I spilled my jelly beans on the tea floor. This will take forever for me to clean up. Oh, and I've got my talcum powder. I see you. like, And I've like got my talcum powder in my bum bag around because I wanted to dance on the floor. <laughs> When I was when I was young, Annie, um, blister in the sun, violent fans. That was the one. Get off. The Isle of yeah. Wight in Phillip Island used to be the turn the lights on. That song would play. Oh. oh wow! I think that's still a good one. We should probably put that in the. Can we have those two songs on our final day as well? For Let's you, pop those in for Great. you, the world. Can't get enough of the show. Follow Annie and Ando on Instagram. Murphy's coming up at seven, and that's our fifth last show done. We oh, did. Louis. Mm, we got a message in. In the nick of time, hey, morning from Hamilton, New Zealand. I disagree. I am sorry can mean many things. Not necessarily I'm wrong and you're right. It's, it's an important phrase in work and relationships. Nurse James. Very good point. Good Thank morning, you. Nurse James. So, that was off the back of what hmm. Dee Murphy was saying around, the, if you want more of that, make sure you listen to the Murphys. Yeah, it's about uh, what are the hardest words for you to say, and there's a choice of about four or five phrases, uh, including... Uh, Worcestershire uh, sauce. Uh, and <laughs> I am wrong. And I love you. (laughs) Yeah, so tune in for that. Cast your vote like Nurse James already has. And we'll be back tomorrow talking food. And not only that, my sister is joining us, Anna. What a treat. Anna wants a a studio tour before we leave to go to the Pride Centre and to see radio and us in action. Is she a morning person? Yes, she is. What a... Maybe I unresign and say, up early with Anna and... Anna and Ando. I Look can't even Anna over and Ando. L- listen to it. No. You'll never be able to say it right because it's deep in your psyche now. Up so. early with Ando and Anna. And yeah, there we go. That Ando works. And Ando and Ando. I to move my Damn. name first. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could do that. No. So if you like the sound of her voice, maybe you've got your replacement right there. There you go. We're back tomorrow. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.